Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, According to the Pattern. Our text scripture is the book of Exodus, chapter 25, verses 8 through 9. This is where God spoke to Moses and said, Let them make me a sanctuary, that I may dwell among them. According to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle, and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. We were talking about the outer court in Moses' tabernacle of all the furniture made with brass, such as the brazen altar and the brazen laver. And the outer court relationship, represented by brass, represents the sin, the curse, and judgment. We find the brazen altar representing the judgment and the sacrifices for sin, and the brazen laver representing the cleansing of sin. And many of us are forgiven. We become a part of the body of Christ. We're now new creatures in Christ. We're saved and washed in his blood. Our sins are forgiven. But should we really just stop in the outer court? Or should we get to know God even more so? Are we hungry for his presence? Are we hungry for more of a relationship with him? That's what the prophetic pattern of the value has to do with Moses' tabernacle. We want to go deeper. We want to move from the outer court and enter the holy place. Maybe we're just not satisfied with an outer court relationship with God. Maybe we want more. Yes, we're saved from his wrath and all our transgressions have been removed as far as the east is from the west, but we have a deeper hunger for the Lord and we want more. Like I said yesterday, we're like the deer that pants for the water brooks, so pants our soul for you, O Lord. That's out of Psalm 42 and verse 1. We want to enter the holy place. Being saved and water baptized is amazing and wonderful, but still not enough. The idea of being a part of his body and serving him and his kingdom on earth is a passion that is not optional. Reading and studying his word, attending church, serving in the helps ministry, giving tithes and offerings, observing the Sabbath, these are all just a part of our joy just to be alive. It has nothing to do with works, but it pours out of a heart of praise and thanksgiving for his greatness, and praise and worship is now a part of our everyday life. We want to go further. The baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, the idea of empowerment for service as a second endowment is not an offense to us, but rather a fascination and a wonder. The gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit are a passion for study and operation. The preaching of the gospel for others to be saved. The idea of casting out demons and delivering people, speaking with new tongues, taking up serpents, meaning having the authority over principalities and powers and laying hands on the sick and people recovering. That's what motivates us. 
We love the ministry of the Holy Spirit, his illumination, his guidance, and his power. We love the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, the discerning of spirits, and all the gifts. This is the holy place. It's the ministry of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit. There's no brass here. The value has increased. This is the place of service to the Lord, bringing the blessings of redemption to others. And as I stated yesterday, Kevin Connor says in his book on the Tabernacle of Moses that the holy place is noted for its gold, but the entire structure of the tabernacle is grounded in sockets of silver. Silver is symbolic of atonement money, ransom money, and the price of a soul. It speaks of the redemptive ministry of the Son of God. It is seen where Joseph was sold for silver in the book of Genesis chapter 37, where slaves were sold for silver in the book of Exodus chapter 21, and where Jesus was sold for silver in Matthew chapter 27 and Zechariah chapter 11. So from the brass of the outer court, we move to the silver of the holy place. From the place of judgment against our sin, we move to the place of redemption. For we are not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, as it says in 1 Peter chapter 1. So we declare, Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And 1 Peter 2.24, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. And then 3 John verse 2 says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. What a great time it is to be alive. What a great time it is to serve the Lord. What a great time it is to be his body on the earth for such a time as this. No, just being saved and forgiven is not enough for us. Now, what can we do for him? How can we serve him? How can we further his kingdom on the earth? Not our will, Lord, but your will be done, as it says in Luke chapter 22. Oh, yes, the value has increased and the accountability has increased, but so has the cost. It's the pattern of the value in the tabernacle of Moses. Some things will need to be changed. My personal desires or his desires? Well, yes, he gives me the desires of my heart, as it says in Psalm 37. However, this second level of relationship, being the holy place, will include some personal sacrifices and obedience as well. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. John chapter 14, verse 15, If you love me, keep my commandments. You see, we are his workmanship, his masterpiece for good works. It says that in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 10, and I'll read the Amplified Version. For we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, born anew, that we may do those good works which God predestined, planned beforehand for us, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, that we should walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. You see, this is not good works for righteousness, but rather good works because of righteousness. It's a drive and a passion because of our love for him. We're thankful beyond words. We have been moved into action. 
Notice the good works are not a matter of us working them, but rather us walking in them. It is what we were created for. It's natural. It is us being ourselves. It is us being who we are. It's as easy as a tree being a tree, a river being a river, and a sunset being a sunset. We are his workmanship. As we serve him, he is working above, through, and in us by the power of his spirit in our spirit. And you find that in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6. But is that everything? Is there more? Instead of us just serving him day after day, can we also simply spend some time with him one-on-one in conversation and privacy? Can we also know him personally and intimately? Well, yes, that's moving into an even deeper relationship with even greater value. He's not our employer. He's our heavenly father. Jesus is not just our Lord and King, he's our friend, our brother, and he calls us his bride. The Holy Spirit is our comforter and helper. You see, this is about family. This may seem difficult to comprehend, but it's true. Are we ready to enter the next room in the sanctuary of the tabernacle of Moses? It's called the Holy of Holies. Well, the veil is open. It's been rent from top to bottom. So how do we enter? We enter by faith. Like our text scripture says, Exodus chapter 25, verses 8 through 9, And let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that I show you, that is, the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. I call it the pattern of the value. And let's go for the gold. Let's continue to move west from the holy place, which is the operation of the church, to the Holy of Holies, which is the throne room of God. So we're moving from the brass of the outer court to the silver and gold of the holy place, but now the Holy of Holies is all gold. In the pattern of the value, the gold of the Holy of Holies represents an intimate, personal relationship with the Lord. It's not a time of work or service, but rather one of rest, faith, connection, worship, honor, surrender, conversation. Wisdom, questions, answers, prayer, meditation, remembrance, speaking, listening, reasoning, learning, quiet, trust, healing, peace, joy, development, and more. The Bible speaks of this relationship as your room or a closet, even the secret place where the door is shut. It's called an altar. It's the still small voice. It's a place of grace to help in time of need. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 says, But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who's in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Listen to that verse in the Living Bible, Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. But when you pray, go away by yourself, all alone, and shut the door behind you. And pray to your father secretly, and your father who knows your secrets will reward you. Well, let me also read Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 in the message version. You'll like this. Here's what I want you to do, it says. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God, and you will begin to sense his grace. This relationship is very private, personal, and intimate. It is being in his presence. 
It is represented by the most beautiful, most valuable, and most durable metal on the earth, gold. Kevin Connor, in his book on the Tabernacle of Moses and concerning the most holy place, says, The most holy place or holiest of all is emphatic in its use of gold. Gold is symbolic of the Father. The word gold in the Hebrew literally means from its shining. It is symbolic of the Shekinah glory of God. Gold is always associated with the true God, God's idols or objects of worship. In relation to the true God, it speaks of divine glory, nature, and being. In relation to the saints, it speaks of the divine nature, character, and glory of God which is inwrought and outworked in them. And this is the last metal we experience spiritually in the pattern of the value. It truly represents the glory of God. I like to say it this way, go to your room and shut your door. Remember, Jesus himself spent time at the mountain. Mark chapter 6, verse 46. And when he sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Well, our time is up, but we'll begin right here tomorrow. See you then. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.